This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Bora hey, Iconic Army. Bora hey. So have you heard of the game Beat Saber on the, like the Oculus VR? Yeah. 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 My sister has the Oculus and my, my little nephew. Mm. So you've yes. played. I've played. Yes. So like I had heard of the game, but I had never had the opportunity to play before. And my cousin Josh and his wife, Sarah, are in town temporarily. And so they invited us over and they have an Oculus that they had Beat Saber on. And just for me, they bought the BTS package of songs. Yes. And by the way, since then, Sarah has, she's kind of, I'm going to convince her. We're totally going to convince her to become ARMY. Oh, we will. But she, <laughs> she's been playing the songs on her own and has like perfected them on her own. But they invited us over and I got to play like all of these different BTS songs that they have on there. And it was so much fun. Um, it just like they were like, wow, Kayla, you're really good at this. Like, and it's like, it's because I know the song so well. I know the choreo. Well, yeah, I, I know, know the, the choreo. Yeah. yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so anyways, I decided even though it's a little pricey, I decided that as a reward for getting to the end of the school year, once the school year's over, I'm going to get myself a Oculus. I guess it's called a quest two now since facebook is like changing the name of it or whatever oh, but really mm-hmm. i didn't know that okay yeah but i'm gonna get myself one you should. and i'm gonna get beat saber and i'm gonna buy the bts songs and i'm gonna play it all summer you so should I cannot and wait. please have me over because, oh instantly yeah i always loved playing like just dance and all that but mm-hmm. the virtual reality of like beat saber is so much fun yeah and the fact that there's like a bts package as there should be as there should be but i've played you have to play dionysus mm-hmm. on I just did. Hard. Just I hard. did. Yeah. I did. And it was fucking hilarious. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> I played on no fail just to like see what it was really like. Um, and then I played like where you could fail and it did not take long to mm-hmm. fail. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I wish that the BTS songs had was the 360 capability because other songs on Beat Saber, you can do like 360 where you constantly have to like turn and spin around and like move to like hit the blocks. Oh, wow. I it's insane. That. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Anyways, well, maybe it was down so the fun. Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to be getting that and looking forward to the end of the school year for sure. Oh, it's almost here. It You're is. almost there, Kayla. It is. Thank yeah. you for the encouragement. <laughs> On that note, welcome back, Iconics. We're your hosts, 
I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Stanning BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today we're going to hang out for about an hour and talk about that, that. Yes. I produced and featured by Sugar. Mm-hmm. We cannot wait to fangirl laugh and learn a little bit along the way. But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support. If you want to have access to our Google Docs or our Iconic Hangouts or our sound checks, you could support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support you have to offer is super appreciated. We're just glad you all are here and for listening. Yeah, thanks, Iconics. Uh, So May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So the charity that we chose to support that we're asking you guys to support is the World Federation for Mental Health, just because we were really looking for a global cause, a global initiative that Iconics all around the world could really donate towards and feel like they're getting something out of. So the World Federation for Mental Health is an international nonprofit advocacy organization founded in 1948. Their mission is to promote the advancement of mental health awareness, prevention of mental disorders, advocacy, and best practice recovery focused interventions worldwide. Their goals are to heighten public awareness about the importance of mental health, to gain understanding and improve attitudes about mental health disorders, to promote mental health and prevent mental health disorders as well, and to improve the care, treatment, and recovery of people with mental disorders. So you can join us in donating at wfmh.global slash donate now, or of course, just click the link in the description. Yeah, and they are huge on advocacy, and they're definitely all about like creating awareness about mental health, Mm -hmm. which really is about like breaking the stigma Mm -hmm. of mental health, which is what, when we've been looking at just like Mental Health Awareness Month, it's a lot about breaking the stigma. So um, definitely a great cause. Check them out. Consider For sure. I feel like we feel in the United States often that there's such a big conversation about mental health nowadays, but that can be very localized to our culture or even Western culture and just making sure that mental health advocacy spreads worldwide is very important. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about That That, though. Yeah, all right, let's get into it. So the release date of That That was April 29th, 2022, with the release of Psy's new full-length album, Psy 9, which we just couldn't help but to realize that, like, like the ninth album for Psy or Psy 9th, we were thinking, oh, like, this is BTS's ninth year, uh-huh. like, just, like, the parallels between yeah. that. Um, probably not connected, but we saw that that parallel. So just some background information on this release. Psy's last comeback was in 2017 with New Face on his album, 2 by 4 equals 8. Mm-hmm. So it's been five years years since the last time he's released an album so it's been some time Mm -hmm. I mean we're over here complaining that like BTS hasn't released an album since 2020 (laughs) it's been like two years right where is it right um can you imagine being a Psy fan and it's like five years since he's had a comeback so this was a huge moment for him um so in terms of just like this release, Yoongi said on his Instagram story that he, quote, I was gonna just write this song and run away, but 
And then Psy said in a press release conference that, quote, many tracks on the album came out naturally following the project with Suga. My relationship with him was the key point in the production of this album. So we found that they ended up gaining like a really great relationship as if they were like already friends mm-hmm. prior to this. Yeah. Um, and so Yoongi really just got invested in the song. Like he really was just going to produce it, but it turned into way more than that so much more Sai also shared that i'm so i'm going to quote him now it was around last fall when suga was having his own busy days with bts but also extending on his own project outside of the group as producer min yoongi while successfully leading a career as a composer he approached me with the song that he said was perfect for me and suggested that he wanted to produce it for me he went on to say Back then, I was concerned about the fact that I should stop making only EDM-based dance songs, but I couldn't do something slow. What kind of dance song was the question? And I had in mind the Latin vibe, which was exactly what Suga had brought me. So it just seems like it was a perfect matchup. They were both looking for Yoongi looking to produce and Psy looking for something to fit this style and this sound that he wanted to create. Right. Yeah. So Yoongi had already created this song or was working on it and just like had that producer mind. We've Mm. talked about this before where he just knew that Psy would fit it. And it really seems like a match made in heaven. Oh, yeah. Sai was looking for something that was more Latin based. And Suga just like texted him one day and was like, hey, this is this is Suga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have this song. You mm-hmm. know, would you be interested? Yeah. Is really what it seemed like. It, it seemed like it went down that way. Mm-hmm. So on TikTok, Sai also gave us some insights more on the project of them together. So we had these clips of them reflecting over their work together. So... Um, in the very first TikTok clip that we got of the behind the scenes, uh, Sai ended up saying that it felt like working with a childhood friend, even though there was this like wide age gap between the two of them. Yoongi felt pretty nervous because Sai is so well respected, but they both felt very comfortable and just at ease when writing the song. Yeah, it was super cool to learn that they immediately like all of those preconceived barriers that they had melted away when they got together and started working and collaborating like feeling like childhood friends when you're working on a song together is just the perfect combination for an amazing song right yeah that age difference though I mean also Sai being a legend but also Min Yoongi being a legend right can you imagine just like they both are probably very nervous to meet each other Mm -hmm. and then to just feel as if they've known each other since they were kids yeah that's that's amazing. Yeah. It, it must have felt like they're kind of on even playing ground. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So their second clip that uh, Sai shared on TikTok, uh, in it, they spoke about how the song was made in a GIF, which uh, is a saying in the K-pop music making industry. If a song is made in a GIF, then it's going to be a hit. It's the true mark of a great song. And they said that it felt like a game of ping pong hitting, you know, each other's completed verses back and forth. It was just that quick of a collaboration, just bam, 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 bam. And they just got it out. It just came together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also ended up releasing behind the scenes. Yoongi shared that he's not used to getting close to people he produces for. It's just not his personality. But um, even though he doesn't usually meet with people in person, Sai, however, he did meet in person to mm-hmm. collaborate on this song. And little by little, Yoongi got more invested in the song. He ended up learning the intense choreography, which I think Sai really was pushing for. Yeah. He learned the choreo and then ended up featuring in the music video 
and on the song itself. Yeah. So getting into this a little bit, when I had heard that Suga was producing a song for Psy and that there was this collaboration, I was blown away just at the the large collaboration that this is. I mean, we have Psy, who is an icon, and Min Yoongi of BTS, who is an icon, mm-hmm. coming together to collaborate. So I really just thought that Yoongi was going to produce mm-hmm. on the song. As he's done for other artists in the past. Right, yeah. Right. But then we started seeing featuring and produced by mm-hmm. Suga. Uh-huh. And we're like, okay, hold up. This is a whole different thing. Like maybe we're getting a rap verse. But then when we got the third teaser, or I think it was the third or second teaser, mm-hmm. it was the third teaser. We saw that Yoongi is actually in, in the, the music, music video. video. And it was like, yeah. hold up. This is going to be way more than we expect it to be. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. And what's so interesting, like going back to your point where Yoongi doesn't normally meet in person with people, but with Psy, he did. And I just feel like, like, yes, Yoongi originally approached Psy, like, hey, I have this song for you. But I feel like everything that transpired after that with how involved Yoongi got was all Psy pulling it out of him. Like, right. let's meet up in person and just trying to, like, it's like Psy really wanted Yoongi to have a bigger part in this song than Yoongi was originally planning for himself. Like, that wasn't Yoongi going out of his way to, like, learn the choreo. It's definitely Psy, like, like, okay, well, now maybe you should write a verse on the song. Oh, well, now you should be in the music video, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. yeah, I just love how that happened. Yeah, how it how it developed. But it didn't seem like Psy, like, forced it on no. him or anything or expected it of him. It yeah. just seemed like it really uh, turned into a project that they both became equally passionate about. Yes. So it didn't, it, I don't think it took much convincing on Psy's part. No, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. It seems like very much a passion, passion project. Right. So let's get into some of the vibe and the production of this song. So this song was written and produced by only Psy, Suga, and a little bit of El Capitan in there, which we are familiar with the name. They work on some of BTS's we songs El, also. Yeah, we know El Capitan, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's feel, sexy. <laughs> that's sexy. Yoongi writing, producing, on it, featuring on it. It's yeah. very sexy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just those three. Yeah. 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 And... I feel like the fact that there's only three people on this song is what makes it such a good song mm-hmm. because clearly Sai and Yoongi had a vision and no one else got in on that and like muddled it up, no. you know? Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. So the vibe of this song, as Sai, you know, said he was looking for a Latin vibe. So this song definitely has a Latin vibe with the rhythm and like the trumpet and the horns in the background that we hear very mariachi-esque um without like all the guitars uh and there's like syncopation of the trumpets and the lyrics together like when the trumpets blare the lyrics are also going so it's kind of hard to say that the the instrumental itself carries the song a lot because it's really a lot of the speech and the 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 melody of the of the lyrics itself um but there's definitely a lot of bass to give that dance vibe and it also has some support from claps and and tambourines um really really sounds like Min Yoongi's work so much size verse has a bit of like that Yoongi rap influence um even listening to it this morning it almost reminded us of like some of Hobie's verses and Hobie's like rap style um which we know that Yoongi has written for Hobie too so it just we we hear that influence oh we we definitely do when you brought that up to me that like hey I just need you to listen to uh, size verse mm-hmm. and the song at the beginning and just envision J-Hope singing it 
Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> now I need to see like a soap performance of this song. Here's what we're going to put this out into the world now. Iconics were manifesting, okay? <laughs> because muster. Muster. Muster, please. Or Festa, one. But I mean, Muster would be perfect. It'd be perfect. Yungi wrote and produced and featured on this song, so like they could perform it. Like, can you imagine BTS performing this song? Like, that would just be amazing. It would be amazing Let's to manifest. see BTS perform this song with Sugar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Please manifest this. <laughs> yes. I mean, Ugh. it's not totally uncalled for. It it could happen. <laughs> it could. It could. Um, but there's also like parts of the song, I think in the pre-chorus, where there's a slowed instrumental and it, the music is kind of stripped down. There's this die of energy, which only builds anticipation for the chorus. And when the chorus comes through, makes it hit that much more. It really makes it hit. Yeah. yeah it really creates that build by slowing it down. Yeah. Can you feel it? Like, I really really enjoy that pre-chorus and how much it fades and backs mm-hmm. off and the instrumental fades mm-hmm. um, and then builds back in. So yeah, I, I, I feel the Minyungi all over it. You know, oh, yeah. I really do. I will probably mention this multiple times in the episode, but that trumpet, that horn that you hear that's played throughout really reminds me of that horn we hear at the beginning and the end of Idol mm-hmm. that is playing a lot of that that strong melody we hear in Idol. The ending of this song too with how it builds and how it really is just like so powerful and energetic mm-hmm. at the end also makes me think totally. of Idol. Um, it's just this mass celebration. Huge party. Party song. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just in love with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into the lyrics and meaning of that, that. So we feel that there are themes lyrically and visually that parallel to Permission to Dance and that this song could be Yoongi's take on the post-pandemic song, Mm -hmm. um, but that it suits size style. Right. You know, so we had Permission to Dance, but none of the BTS members wrote or produced on Permission to Dance. But we're sure that like this post-pandemic perspective was shared by all of them. And we feel that this song was a great opportunity for Yoongi to express like as a producer his mm-hmm. own his own his own take, I guess, on right. the post-pandemic. Right. And felt, I mean, just like his producer mind was like, this is a song that Psy could really suit, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I also feel like maybe there was word on the street somewhere that like Yoongi had heard that Psy, like, in his was own working. producer world, like, he just heard through the grapevine mm-hmm. there that, like, Psy was working on a new album. Right. After, I mean, a five-year gap. Right. So he has, you know, obviously he's always working on music, and he was probably like, oh, this song will be so perfect for him. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I constantly think of D2 and Burn It with having Max feature on that. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. I mean, that is not his style of music, but he just knew his voice mm-hmm. and was like, this is going to fit the song. Right. This and is the did. perfect person for the song. Right. So it feels like he thought that same way with Psy and with this song. So we're not saying by any means that this is like permission to dance if Yoongi could have done it. Like, that's not what it no. is. But we we are saying that it feels like it's his his producer take on it for Psy's sound and for, like, the energy and style that Psy wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely post-pandemic. It's actually post-pandemic, which is what... <laughs> it's actually. <laughs> I mean, I hate saying that, but permission to dance was premature. Yeah, in that, very you know? much so. Um, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. But 
with this song, it's like we actually are no longer, it's not classified as a pandemic anymore. So the celebration seeing, feels the celebration, fitting. Yeah. And, and it really feels like we can live and breathe in it in yeah, this song. You know, for sure. seeing Psy step out at the beginning of the music video saying 2022. Uh-huh. Right. Hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll be touching on points that really stand out to us in this way. But remember that this is all just our opinion. Uh, we just love hearing your guys' thoughts too um, because we obviously watched this, read the lyrics, made our own interpretations of it. And I'm right. just curious what you all think right. as well. So let's uh, touch on some of the lyrics. Uh, we really like the verses. So we're going to talk about the majority of the verses because we feel like lyrically there's a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. Um Sai says, long time no see, huh? It's been a minute, huh? We're back to laughing, crying, living, loving. Let's get loco pandemics over. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I feel like the first part of that verse is, I mean, obviously him saying it's been a while since he's came back, but also we're all back together doing these things. Pandemic is fucking over. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, feeling amazing. The vibes are coming, everybody say, and then they go into the the refrain. But oh my God, the the energy that he gets at the beginning of the song with just these lyrics yeah. is so good. I love the we're back, the inclusivity of we're back to laughing, crying, living, loving. Like whether we're laughing or we're all together sad, whichever, we're loving, we're living. You know, I think a big, the hard, one of the hardest parts of the pandemic was being separated from our loved ones. Mm-hmm. So the being united again, whether we're laughing or crying, it doesn't yeah. matter. As long At least as we're, we're doing together. it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get loco. Let's go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in the refrain, Sai says, been, been aching all over for, gotta scratch the itch for, them crowded streets, gotta love the hustle and bustle, North, South, East, West, A, Gognem, Gambuk, A, everyone gather, throw your hands in the air, I say, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I love that this really makes me think of disease. Disease was one of those pandemic songs where it was like, I am struggling to not be busy and to have to sit and rest and it's uncomfortable for him to be saying, gotta scratch that itch for them crowded streets like I want to get back to the hustle and bustle because that's what I love you know I gotta love that yeah Mm -hmm. like not wanting to avoid the hustle and bustle like wanting to be busy and get back into the hustle of things and it's so fickle humans are very fickle I know that Namjoon has said this before and that like Whenever we're really busy, we want rest. But mm-hmm. whenever we're resting, we wish to be busy. Right. Um, but I can so see Sai at this refrain here. Like, I miss that hustle and bustle. I miss being busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and then he goes into that pre-course that we were talking about where there's that really like dying down of the production, the the energy dying down for a moment. But the lyrics invoke like the anticipation. Can you feel it? Mm-hmm. yeah can you feel it can you feel it it makes you want to think about it like yeah no I do I, I do can, can you feel it building <laughs> can you feel the energy of yeah. everybody coming out into the streets can you feel it that the pandemic is over mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I love that and then the chorus goes into on your mark get ready set go that that I like that feeling good babe shake it from left to right top to bottom one two three to the four and this is just super hype we're able to sing along with the whole chorus um it's very very catchy super catchy so catchy 
I'm never tired of it. I'm never tired of it either. And then also just kind of like, we'll get into the choreography later, but because the chorus is the major part of the song, you know, him saying shake it to the left, um, from the left to the right, top to the bottom, it is really just like instinctual in mm-hmm. how you dance to these lyrics. Because yeah. you're like, you can really feel it. And lyrically, it's telling you to do it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It all matches up and it feels like you could do any dance to just it. Just celebrate. Just dance and sway your body however you please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, ju- it really makes me want to dance. And then that, 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 I, I like, like that. that, that repetitive. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But not annoying. We were talking about how it's so catchy, but mm-hmm. not annoying. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's talk about verse two, Yunki's verse. Yeah, this is definitely where we're going to talk the most. Because <laughs> <laughs> sugar. Uh, let's talk about this very first line. I feel like we could talk about this for 10 Forever. minutes. <laughs> this first line, hey, have you forgotten what I do for a living? Yeah, it oh my god! It insinuates that people have accused him that... He either doesn't write or produce music anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's saying. Like, have you forgotten what I do for a living? Right. And what he's doing on the song is the writing and production. Mm-hmm. It's not just rapping. No. He yeah. did it. He did the song. It's the production. Right. And I think, like, this line especially hits because it's been so long since BTS comeback and the last few songs were in English, which he didn't write or produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also been so long because of the pandemic, not just because of the English songs, but, like, the you pandemic. know. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, just itching to get back out there and saying, like, have you forgotten? Like, you better not forget. I mean, yeah, he's he's really putting it out there that you better not have because yeah. this is what I do for a living. And, right. Um, it's a very accusatory too. Like, have you fucking forgotten? What it I is. Know, you know, he has an accusatory tone for sure. Uh huh. Yeah. And then I like that through. I like that, but I like that throughout um, his verse. Sai is kind of echoing that. That I, I like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. great. Um, in the music video, it really feels like a back and forth rap battle mm-hmm. between Yoongi and Sai. Even though Sai's not rapping, right. but you see them like the camera pans between the two. So it feels like this Wild West shootout because they yeah. both have like the villagers or like the people, the townspeople like the posse. behind them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it really feels like a shootout, like mm-hmm. a duel, but also rap battle. Rap battle at the same time. It's a great dichotomy. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So then they go on to say, uh, or Yoongi goes on to say, like that unchanged even as time goes by. And so... I, I go back and forth. This is my own personal take on this. Um, with BTS going into their more English discography and just even with any artist's like major success, I think it's pretty common to have other writers and producers work on music. Mm-hmm. That just is the way it goes. It it's is. Usually the route. Um, but for Yunki to be saying unchanged, even as time goes by, that, you know, maybe some of this goes on, but like he still writes and produces, you know, or he's still the, the same in Yoongi of, right. of the past. Right. Even with some of these changes that have, that have happened. Mm-hmm. So it's still like production is his main passion. Like he's really declaring that here and that and he, rap and rap. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. But I don't know why I keep thinking it's really about his, his lyric and production that I think. Yeah. Of. 
Um, but he continues like in this song, he's, he's proving that he continues to write and produce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and this also is one of the themes that comes up with, which is like this theme of time unchanged, even as time goes by this idea of longevity and the longevity that BTS has and the longevity that Psy has this being Psy's ninth album, this being BTS's ninth year. Um, and like the longevity really becomes a theme even in the music video it becomes almost a main theme and in their interviews I feel like Psy in a lot of the interviews that have gone on and like the articles that have been published he comments a lot about the longevity Mm -hmm. of his career and also like the persistence of like BTS's career Mm -hmm. despite having been together for nine years when most groups disband seven like seven or eight years was like a huge moment for BTS and here they are still unchanged, still going, continuing to go. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a theme within yeah. this song and just with both Psy and Suga. I, I think definitely a, a point of pride too, yeah, for sure. Definitely a point of pride. Yeah. Legends. Legends. They're both legends. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I just have to point out because it's pretty discreet. But after this line, when Yoongi says unchanged, even as time goes by, we hear Psy go, that that I like that you know Mm -hmm. so you can maybe easily miss it but sugar does his iconic chuckle like we hear him do his like yoongi laugh Uh and I I mean I really it's just like (laughs) today before we went in to record that I was like he chuckles yeah he laughs <laughs> it's his staple it's a staple for it's his him. little signature and he had to put it in there yeah he did yeah that little augusty maniacal laugh yes um i really like the next line he says like that i don't care i don't care that i like that and i fucking love this i love the delivery i don't care that i like that um yoongi's just always so untouchable and cool uh no one's opinion is gonna bother him or affect him he does not care um and i just love that it i feel like this is kind of talking about pressure to change And also, why should he change? Mm -hmm. Um, Saying he doesn't care that he hasn't changed over all of this time. Going back to the the line right before it. He's staying true to who he is. He's staying true to who he is. And he, you know, there obviously is going to be that pressure to change. But why should he give into that? He's phenomenal how he is he's phenomenal with the music that he makes people love it it's it's what has brought him here right so why should he change Mm -hmm. who he is or you know that part of him also i feel like the delivery of this flow for i don't care i don't care that i like that it reminds me of his rap flow in dang yes yeah for (laughs) sure it totally does yeah oh yeah i love that parallel yeah so then he says like that to everyone i've longed and longed for everybody get ready set go Mm. and that to everyone i've longed and longed for it really made us think of army yeah we do feel the shout out to army here Mm -hmm. uh never fails to put this in but this is it yeah this is for us let's go he longs (laughs) for us we long for him we know yep yeah we know i love god i love minion gear me too i know (laughs) the thing is is like even though, like, I love Young, I love J-Hope, and, like, Min Yoongi, I've always adored him, every single BTS member, but, man, ever since Shadow, yep. the his production and lyrics 
just continually blow me away. I mean, D2 was just, I still can't believe that mixtape exists. Yeah. I, I listen to it as if like I'm hearing it for the first time almost every time mm-hmm. I hear it. I still listen to that like at least once a week. Right. Yeah. It's still so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Man. Okay. So his next, (laughs) I just, we just love him so much. He is truly a genius. He is. His next lyric, I've gotten better at taking punches. Those who tried to hit me with words must feel uncomfortable. And him saying this lyric now, like right now, why it's relevant for him to say, I've gotten better at taking punches because I feel like he's been taking punches his whole career. Since day one. Since day one. We've talked a lot about the hate that him and the other two rappers got from like being in an idol group as a rapper. But now, nowadays, he's gotten backlash from making fully English music. He's gotten backlash from continually trying to break into the mainstream Western music. Snubbed at the Grammys. Snubbed at the Grammys. He's gotten backlash from becoming more popular, like BTS themselves. I mean, just more popularity leads to more haters and you know even amidst all of this he is still thriving Mm -hmm. thriving unbothered yeah so they must feel uncomfortable right they have to they have to (laughs) because it's like man can you imagine hating on Minyungi back in like 2014 or something and seeing where he is now like be uncomfortable (laughs) I'd be like who the fuck am I (laughs) right really like how insignificant can you imagine yeah or how wrong right you know I have bad judgment (laughs) (laughs) poor judgment the worst judgment yeah um but you do see a lot of a lot of the growth that has gone on, mm-hmm. um, especially if you look at like D1 um, for Augusti, his yeah. first mixtape, he has a lot to say about the haters. And in this song, he's got like one line for them and the rest of it is just party. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So next in the lyrics, he says, those who prayed for me to fail as you wished, gather them together and smack them lightly. I guess I lied. He has more lines for the haters <laughs> here. But gather all those people who prayed that I would fail and let's just smack them lightly. Right. Um, that's right. You know, and I feel like the the embarrassment or the uncomfortableness that they're feeling at this point is that like that that yeah. that light spaking or right. whatever. They deserve it. <laughs> they do. I mean, really. Fools. Fools. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say, that's enough. Oh, 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 just shut up and play. Oh, oh, oh. And in the music video when they're doing this, like, oh, oh. Sai and Yungi are slapping each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just fucking love how he ends this verse. He says, Min Yungi and Park Jisang. Like, they're fucking names. And then the verse ends, like, what a fucking mic drop that's way a mic drop. To, to end the verse. verse. Yes. Ah, oh, <laughs> legends. Iconic. Like, Iconic. That, that was like their signature, like, this is their fucking song. They fucking wrote and produced this. They did this. Just them. Just them. El Capitan. Right. Arranging in there a little bit. Yeah. Right. But it's respectfully, and sugar. Respectfully, it's science sugar. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. And absolute legends. Yeah. yeah. This collaboration... When it was announced, I think everyone was pretty blown away because we're talking about the two biggest names. Like, I was talking with Corey's dad, and I said, I rarely talk to him about the podcast just because he's, I mean, I don't expect him to be in the scene of K-pop or know what's going on with BTS. Right. But I felt like I could say, hey, you know Psy, like Gangnam Style? He was like, oh, yeah, 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 I know that song, I know that guy. I was like, yeah, he just did a song with Suga of BTS. Mm-hmm. And he was very curious about it because I'm like, these are two legends. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
many people, many, many people know both of these names. Yeah. Iconic. It's just iconic that like this is the hit track on Psy's album that he came back with and it's featuring like a member of BTS. Right. None other than Min Yoongi who was able to write and produce and feature on the song itself. Like, just wow. amazing. amazing. Legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about the outro. Yeah, let's get into the outro. So the outro is the super, super hype part. The part that Bethany, you said earlier, reminds you of the end of Idol. Yes. Because it's just that party. They're bringing it home. It, they say, do what you want to. And then Yoongi has the, ay, ay, ay. Just, I, oh, man, oh. It's like so <laughs> growly, raspy Min Yoongi. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Like, it's my favorite part yeah. of the song. As much as I love his verse, you know, and especially the line of, have you forgotten what I do for a living? Mm-hmm. Like, love it. But that, ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just hear sugar. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like all in my ear and I just have to scream it with like yes. on the top of my lungs. Like, yes. Yeah. Because it's so, it's so chaotic, energy full. It just brings that out in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after they say, do what you want to, they say, say what you want to. And this, like as far as PTD parallels, it feels very much like we don't need permission to dance. Like it's yeah. that line in this song. Do what you want, say what you want. You can do whatever you want. It's the same message. Yeah. yeah. Permission to dance is all about we don't need the permission to dance. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need permission to go into a restaurant or, you know, have certain people together or whatever. Right. This is like do what you want, say what you want. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Pandemic's over. No one can tell us what to do. Right. But it also feels rebellious in many ways, just with the energy, with Yoongi's, ah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, it feels like, should we be out in the streets partying right now? Like, can we, you know? Uh, But it also feels like Yoongi's rebellion against other people writing and producing his songs, BTS's songs. This is our take on it, but this is really what we've gotten from it. That's probably the hottest take of this episode. I think it is the hottest take. Yeah. I mean... I feel that it's hard to deny the parallels between permission to dance and that, that just because of even, I mean, coming down to the concept of the music video, right? This like American Western Western tassels, dirt, you know, I mean, come on, (laughs) come on. Yeah. Um, but seeing that this song was written and produced by sugar and Psy and El Capitan, it's Mm -hmm. like, this is, it does kind of feel like do what you want. Uh, Sugar continues to produce, mm-hmm. even though, like maybe with some some of their songs, and I think this was just the case for their English trilogy, right? That they've had, right? Um, not to say that they didn't have a hand in it, but especially Permission to Dance. Like, I mean, I don't think they're credited at all. They're not. Yeah, I mean, we looked it up. They're not. But also, say what you want. This is Yungi saying what he wants to say. He mm-hmm. wrote these lyrics with Psy. They wrote these together. Yeah. He definitely wrote his own verse, the right. entire verse, you know. Right. They they worked on this this outro. It could have this outro could have been all Yungi, you know? And mm-hmm. so he in this song is doing what he wants and saying what he wants about post pandemic. Yeah. yeah. He is. And it does feel rebellious, but the the say what you want, do what you want. It also, again, reminds me of Idol. I just can't help but to go back to Idol. Like you say, it's like this rebellious feel, but like the, you can't stop me loving myself. It feels Mm -hmm. like a mantra. Yeah. You know, you can't stop me loving myself. You can't stop me from being who I am. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me what to say or what to do. Yeah. 
And that's how it feels here at the end. Especially because in between saying, do what you want, say what you want. They also say that, that I like that babe. So like Mm, it's the encouragement. It's the encouragement. Bethany's nickname is babe, but it's the, (laughs) I really feel it. It's like personally addressed. (laughs) Like her whole life. It's been her nickname because she's the baby of the family. family. But like just, it's that, like additional, it's that, that additional encouragement of like, Hey babe, do what you want, say what you want. And I like, I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it's that sexy. for you. It's sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's how we should all be living. It's hard to do. Yeah, it's fucking hard. But here it is, producer Min Yoongi. Telling us once again. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Setting us straight. Okay, so let's get into the teasers, the music video itself, because wow, wow, wow. Incredible. Lots to talk about. <laughs> the music video, I'm just blown away. Yeah. I mean, really, we thought that this was going to be a spot episode. Like, we were talking about, like, Jimin's original soundtrack and mm-hmm. stuff. Which we we talk about comeback. Yeah, comeback. I mean, join the iconic hangout. We talk about all of that. But, like, once we got into this, we're like, nope, we got to make this an <laughs> entire episode because there's so much to talk there's about. There's so much. <laughs> So there was three teasers and they're all very short, but they all kind of like pick up where the last one leaves off. And then the first one, Sai is running dramatically from something. We're just saying he's running from the pandemic. Uh, he runs towards the camera and he jumps and dives out of the way. It's amazing. Yeah. We don't yeah. know what he's running from, but we think the pandemic. <laughs> That's the Could nice answer. <laughs> you can read into that. I mean, yeah, you can read into it. Yeah. Um, and then the second teaser, uh you see that it shows like the intro of the music video where Sai comes out and then announces his comeback for 2022 he steps out of that saloon takes that deep breath with a smile on his mm. face wiggles his fingertips mm-hmm. really taking in the sun um and then that's where it ends we hear a little bit of the music yeah I just want to talk about that because we're not going to talk about it when it gets to the music video. Mm-hmm. But that moment, I feel like he conveys so much emotion in just that closed eyes, open smile, deep breath in and out of the fresh air looking up to the sun because it feels like so much relief. It feels like letting go. It feels like preparation for what's to come. And he's physically stepping outside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's very impactful. And I, I just love that. I feel like Sai as a as a director um, really had a vision for what he wanted in the music video. And even just this moment conveys so much of this being a post-pandemic song. Right. Yeah. Right. He definitely had a vision for it. Mm-hmm. And behind the scenes, if you watch the behind the scenes, you see him directing it. Like yeah. He clearly had a vision. He did. He said, I want this like that. I want you guys to do this. So for sure, um, yeah, I just think this is great artistry. Yeah. Uh, and we're already seeing it just with the teasers. Mm-hmm. So the third teaser shows more of the choreo and the music starts off right where the second teaser ended. And we also get to see Min Yoongi in the third teaser. Yes. And we're like, okay, wow. He's going to be <laughs> He's in, in the it. music video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had no idea. I no. would have never thought. Like, Mm-mm. I really we just thought it was like a you know sugar production right. and then nope featuring in the music video doing the choreo full out full thing yeah <laughs> doing the choreo doing the choreo okay let's get into the music video let's so for the setting it is the wild wild west we are like american southwest okay here. permission to dance yeah we've yeah. got saloons we've got like this old main street townspeople lots of tassels we've got dry dirt cowboy hats you name it it's Everything. all there 
<laughs> Cowboy boots. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Chaps. Chaps. <laughs> or chaps. <laughs> Whichever Definitely. way you pronounce Whichever it. way you pronounce it in your region. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of the things we have to point out in the music video that a lot of armies have been talking about is the car that is presented because there's a lot of parallels with this car and the car that is used in Deshwata, mm-hmm. which it's the exact same style of car, if not the exact same car. I mean, they could have just reused, recycled this car and painted it. But when we looked at like the director of the music video, we found that Lupin's was the music director for both That That and Deshwata. Right. So it would so make sense that it's the same car. Right. If this is like a production company providing things for the music video... I feel like there's a lot of evidence that this is the same exact I mean, fucking why car. why wouldn't you use the same car? Right. But... It's the same body type. It looks the same, just painted. Right, right. Yeah. But I think this exceeds just the car itself, you know, just the, I don't know, the convenience of using the same car. Because both cars in Deshwata and in That Bat, they pull up in this, like, trail of dust, like, mm. leaving behind this trail of dust. Both of them do. And the car in that that is carrying the old Gognam style side. Mm-hmm. And in Deshwata, it's carrying the new black hair Augusti. Mm. Like this alternate. So both of them are carrying like alternate selves right. of the artists. Right. Super curious, you know? Like yeah. I just feel like the Lupins. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it Lupins? Mm-hmm. I feel that they just saw the opportunity and they were like, absolutely, let's do it this way. Right. Like if we're going to bring Gognam style Sai back, let's bring him back in this car. In like this we way. we did with like black hair Minyungi yeah. and, you know, for Augustine's Deshwata. I mean, what an entrance with that trail of, of smoke and dust. Right. It's a very, look at me, I'm here. Arriving on the scene. Right. Arriving on the scene, which is definitely how Gangnam Style came on the scene. It was very much instantly, everybody knew exactly what it was. So for Gangnam Sai to pull up like this, um, also just like, it, I feel like it brings more continuity to this collaboration. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that Yoongi used the same car in his song, in his solo song. Um, it just, it, it makes it work more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I Anyways, love the, just yeah, more the connection. continuity. Yeah. yeah. Why not bring, you know, more of that collaboration, really together. bring it together. Right. Like Yungi could have said, oh, this is how I did it in Dekrita and I used this car. Like if you want to bring in Gangnam Sai, that'd be a great entrance. And Sai could have been like, yeah, that's a great fucking idea. Let's yeah. do that. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because watching the behind the scenes of the, you know, like the making of it really does. It's obvious that Sai is like that creative director and like what he's doing and how he wants it. So mm-hmm. if him and Yungi work so closely in every aspect of this song, it would, you know, it would track that, you know, Yungi could have contributed some ideas yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we just feel like their creative process kind of led them to this point of, right. of bringing that together. There's so much collaboration going yeah. on between the two. Yeah. So let's talk about Gangnam Sai and Suga beating him up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So to do this, we just want to we want to give some context. So we found this great article by Elizabeth DeLuna called Sai Says BTS Has Achieved the Unfulfilled Dreams of Gangnam Style. 
So in this uh, article, there's amazing quotes from Psy where he alluded that Gangnam Style is a one-hit wonder, saying that it was so exhausting at the time of its success because the song got so popular that it wasn't a healthy hit, meaning that that popularity really wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. In Korea, where Psy was already a star, Gangnam Style made him an icon, but on the global stage, he became a meme. He said, there were even people who thought my name was Gangnam Style style he explained some people overseas would say hi Gangnam style which is just I hate that he had that experience and it's just so disheartening to like have such a huge hit it was viral and people not even know your name right yeah yeah it was super viral um everyone just knew the song of course no one really knew who the artist was mm-hmm. um I feel like it, at least here um, in the States, it was played a lot at weddings because mm-hmm. you could easily dance to it. Everybody knew the Everyone dance. Everyone knew the choreo for mm-hmm. it. And just how shitty it must have been for him to be addressed as the song title instead of him as an artist. Right. Yeah. He uh, goes on to describe the modern popularity of Asian acts like BTS and Blackpink in the West as the opposite of his viral moment because they achieved, quote, a permanence and persistence that he could not. So he also said there are cases where the song increases in popularity and cases when the artist increases in popularity and longevity is that much longer in the latter. So he's comparing him with Gangnam Style, yes, that song had massive popularity, but it didn't increase his popularity as an artist. Um, I mean, more people may have known his name, more people knew that song, but it didn't give him a lasting impact in the States. Whereas BTS, they've grown their popularity as artists, or like Blackpink, his other example, have grown their popularity as artists. So it's not just one song that gives them a lasting impact here. Right. It's every song. Right. Yeah. Yeah clearly he has struggled with this Mm -hmm. and I love that he's just being so open and honest with the media about like that song in particular because I feel that I mean I'm not really I haven't been a Psy fan or been following him but like uh, I don't know if he's talked about this in the past but it means a lot that he's talking about it now and so he goes on to say that he feels very proud that he had a role in being that trigger Um, BTS personally have thanked him for that part several times. Mm -hmm. And so he's very proud of that. Yeah. He's proud that he could have been that trigger into that Western audience and bringing awareness to the K-pop scene. Right. And that BTS weren't the first ones to be on the scene. So Mm -hmm. like there was already some familiarity with Mm K-pop that could have led to BTS's success as they continued on. Like it wasn't so fresh or new. Um, and that he takes a lot of pride, pride in that, which mm-hmm. is, is awesome. Uh, we really feel that this is the underlining meaning to Gagnum style, like Psy showing up in this music video. Yeah. So because like BTS, you know, they have said that Psy without him being that viral sensation hit, you know, people wouldn't have known widely what K-pop is. They would not have been ready for BTS. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they that's why they have thanked him for that, because they understand that he kind of opened that door. Like, yes, there have there was K-pop fans here in the United States before Psy's Gangnam Style we went viral. Shiny, Big Bang. For sure. 
not I taking mean, anything lots of away. Other Korean artists. Right. But like for K pop to become like a household name, like people knew what K pop was from Gangnam style. Definitely. They were like, oh, that Korean pop song. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, definitely opened the door more for BTS to be able to, you know, get get in. Continue on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so in the music video, we see Yoongi and Sai like hitting back and forth like mm-hmm. this this dual battle that's going on and when we looked into it Gangnam Style was released in 2013 literally July 2013 right after BTS debuted in June so mm-hmm. we're talking about like Gen 2 Gen 3 you know like this takeover and this right. is our own personal take on it but I, when I saw them fighting and then like that Gangnam Style side dying mm-hmm. and Yoongi having been the one who beat him, right. beat him up or killed right. him or whatever. It just makes me think of like, yeah, Gagnam style Psy was the one to really like break through, like mm-hmm. really have an impact on the Western music scene. Right. And then BTS to kind of take over from there. Right. And Yoongi sitting there pinching his known his nose regretfully, mm-hmm. like, dang it. Like I just like, I like you know, like Psy, like regretfully that it couldn't have been Psy because right. like Psy deserved it too. Like he, yes. he makes really great music also. And so we just could be reading into it too much. But right. This is really how I felt with it. I was right. like, why are they having him fight Gognum style Psy? You well, know, also, not the Psy of that bad. I just feel like this this beating up is like that symbolic of the longevity of BTS versus the quick viral sensation of Gangnam Style. I, yeah, and I like agree. that's Yoongi's that's Yoongi's regret. That's Sai's regret. Like in the behind the scenes, Sai directed Yoongi to look sad and to convey that feeling because it's sad that Sai's song was just a viral meme. It was short lived. It was short lived and it could have been more. And then the fact that like they they wake up from it is kind of showing like well you know size still here like you know it didn't kill him that he was like a one-hit wonder like he's back with this and you know who he's back with min yungi of bts who right. has the longevity in the united states i like that take yeah i like that take yeah the, the viral hit versus the longevity of of the art yeah because yes i is more than that he's not a one-hit wonder right Mm-hmm. Which is, I think that's where that like regret comes from, you know, that right. he was shown in this way or at least interpreted, perceived so in this way. Yeah. That disappointment. The right? disappointment of yeah. what could have been. Yeah. But here BTS is doing it, you know, and he, I think he's like proud of them for doing it, you know? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love this collaboration so it's much. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so another major point of this music video that we have to point out is Yoongi's entrance into the song before his verse. Mm -hmm. So we see him jump into the camera shot. And I mean, he's coming from like an elevated surface. We don't know what he's jumping from, but he's up above. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's above and jumps in. Yeah. (laughs) And when he lands this, there's like this loud bass drop and then you hear like this eagle screech in the background iconic it's iconic it's very western (laughs) yeah yeah um and then when he lands down to he just does this real deep yoongi crouch which we always talk about like the min yoongi crouch Crouch like the crouch walk on the stage Mm -hmm. when he's really getting into his rap verses Mm -hmm. Um, it's just like this deep crouch we just love it he's preparing he really is um yeah this literally so this in the music video actually happens before we see like gangnam sai like before they fight um but 
it's like him landing on the scene. And so I just feel like that goes along with that symbolism of like BTS debuting like a month before Gangnam Style came out, right. like hopping on the Ooh. scene, literally coming on the fucking scene like right. that. Yeah. Right. Yes. So what I think is so fucking cool and sexy is how he walks. He doesn't like immediately jump and like turn and look at us. No, he fucking walks all the way over to Psy and the posses and it like splits into two groups. And he's like, he's so mysterious and it's just an epic entrance this feels like it's his comeback too yeah the way that he has this entrance this full moment in the in the music video mm-hmm. um feels like his comeback it feels like his comeback yeah and then he also talked in like behind the scenes that this is also like because bts are about to come back and because he um, is most likely going to release a mixtape at some point that this is supposed to be his like grand finale of too, like of production. collab production yeah. for sure. Yeah. He's about to get way too busy to yeah. be able to partake in yeah. producing for anyone else. So a comeback, but also a finale. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. What a great one to oh, go out on. Yoongi. Like I just cannot praise enough. Yeah. <laughs> we already kind of talked about it, but here in the music video, the the camera whipping back and forth between Sai and Yoongi with their two posses split behind them, kind of like backing them up. It feels like that Western shootout, but also a rap battle, which is just a beautiful marriage between the two. I feel like it's just a representation of how great this collaboration is, like right. in one shot. Um, and also his delivery in his verse is so classic Min Yoongi, the way that he's pointing at the camera, the, the, the shot in the saloon with oh the God. camera rotating around him and he's doing the 360 he's head looking, movement. Yeah, he's looking over one shoulder oh. and then head rolls over to the other shoulder. Damn it. Damn. <laughs> all the angles. So hot. So hot. So attractive. Snarly. Incredible. And uh. he's like spitting fucking facts. Like his delivery. He's like, he knows what he wants to say. He's saying it. He's having a great time while doing it. And we're all melting on the floor. Oh my God. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into the choreography because this was a huge point of the music video and just really something unexpected that at least we were not expecting. Right. Um, so Yoongi, we had talked about that he originally only wanted to produce on the song, but was eventually convinced by Psy and invested enough in the song that he learned and performed the choreography. So from Sai's like YouTube after party, Sai said that Yoongi really loved the choreo and thought it was like an idol dance. Oh, another connection. Another connection, which I'm just like, yes, it really feels like an idol dance. Like, mm. especially all the parallels I see with Idol, their yeah. song. Like yeah. the ending of it, the yeah, 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 say the party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a huge party. The mantra. And the choreography, like I just I I could say so much about the choreo. Mm-hmm. I really could. Yeah. I feel like the choreo, ha- it's its obviously so many various mo- movements, but it looks like it's meant to be performed in a more relaxed, carefree, feel the beat type of way. I don't think they're focused on clear synchronization and making sure everybody was hitting the dance move at the same exact time. I don't think that was a focus of this production at all because I feel like they wanted it. It's not sloppy, but I feel like they wanted it to feel a bit more loose and relaxed and just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody put their own little spin on the choreography a little bit they you know went a little bit further with their hand or jerked it a little bit faster you know like whatever but however you felt it however you felt it and it Mm -hmm. was just a party Mm -hmm. a party um but seriously so many various movements like so much variety in the choreography yeah 
I don't think they repeated besides the core the chorus choreo mm-hmm. um with like kind of the hang loose hand and like the shooting movement mm-hmm. and the north south east west I don't think they repeated choreo like in the verses when yeah. they like when size his entire first verse all of that was like different choreo entire time yeah and I just love that visual that constant movement it's I mean it's it's akin to when you are actually dancing in a club you're not just doing the same movement repetitively right. over and over every chorus every verse whatever you're, you're just, just moving how feeling your body, it how it feels yeah. yeah and his the choreography that Sai came up with for this I we couldn't find if he worked with or who his choreographer that he works with is but the moves feel so intuitive to the lyrics like mm-hmm. if you know the lyrics and understand the lyrics the moves that Sai does in the video they make sense it with just it matches. yeah it just matches it mm-hmm. works it feels effortless right yeah So I also want to talk about as a permission to dance connection choreographically is the hang loose symbol. I know it's not an official sign language symbol, but it's kind of like an internationally well-known symbol of like, you know, the pinky out and the thumb out with the middle three fingers curled in of just being carefree, have fun, let go, let loose. Um, And it really fits the vibe of this song. And it reminds me of the ASL used in Permission to Dance. Right. Yeah, it definitely does. I see that. Yeah. And I noticed the hang loose too when they were doing that. Yeah. I also noticed... Uh, the choreography parallels with permission to dance is when they say the one, two, three, two, two the four. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring that three up above their head and then bring it forward, like up and over, down in front of them, mm-hmm. over their head, which makes me think a lot of the do, do, do. Of permission to dance. Uh-huh. We don't need permission. When they're forming the two fingers the to sign. make the yeah, and then they bring it down to be the dance sign. To make the dance sign. I was like, wow, I see some parallels there too. Only instead of bringing down the two, they're bringing down a three. Right. Um, but similar. Very similar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I just I. It's hard not to see the parallels. Maybe we're really seeing it because both of these music videos have this Western theme. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, lyrically, they are both so post-pandemic celebration. Right. Right? Um, Well, I mean, so in that case, we see the parallels because they're there. Like, you just drew two major parallels. I mean, two major parallels, but, like, I feel like maybe we're stretching it with the choreo. Yeah. But I see the parallels with the choreo, too. Right. Like, that major... Like, hand symbol of, like, hang loose. Like, mm-hmm. everyone knows what that means. Right. Um, but, yeah, that two, three to the four, the, mm-hmm. the three overhead, the two overhead. Mm-hmm. So similar. I feel like this song, like, you know, the purpose of having the sign language in PTD was to reach more audiences. And I feel like hang loose can reach more audiences in the same way. Mm-hmm. We didn't touch that much on it when talking about the lyrics, but there's a lot of English in this song, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's going to reach more audiences, too. Right. The fact that a BTS member is on this song is going to reach more audiences as well. And I feel like this song could see Western, like, American radio play I hope it does I hope it does does. it's that fucking good yeah it really is um but yeah just kind of going off the choreo um to wrap it up here there really isn't a lot of repetition in the choreo so much variety the dance is extremely danceable uh you can really just like drive to it in your car Mm -hmm. don't need to know the choreography in Mm -mm. order to like bang your head around really feel the music let's talk about how much Yoongi Rex. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I felt like okay, we could talk second by second how hot he is yeah. in this music video. But, but it would literally be like okay, at two fifty nine, he blinked. 
Like, and then at 4.57, he breathed in and quirked his eyebrow. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks incredible. He looks so fucking hot. Yeah. I mean, he this all-white outfit, this, like, white denim, like, jacket and pants, fuck. And mm-hmm. the hat? The hat. With the feather mm-hmm. that matches, that also has, like, leopard print around yeah. that he's wearing as well. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking fine. He looks so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I wish I was also, right next to him. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, his hips rocking and thrusting. It's obscene. It's obscene. It's obscene. With the tailor of those pants, it's fucking obscene. It's, and. It's- like, too out there. <laughs> it's too out there. Has it's he, too obvious. It's too obvious. <laughs> Has he forgotten how much he destroyed us with those hips rocking at the New Year's Eve countdown in 2020 in New York? Mm-hmm. Like, no, we are still dying over that. And now we have this the to try to cope right. with. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. yeah. From the Make It Right performance. Oh. Damn. His hips don't lie. His hips do not lie. <laughs> I mean, it really is obscene. It's like your eyes are just drawn. Um <laughs> Uh, when he's doing the that that I like it choreo, he is glaring daggers. He's so sexy. He's so cool. Also, when he's like cradling Sai on the car and pinches his nose, and then when they both like smirk at the camera, hot, so hot. It just really wrecks me. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, his acting, uh, cute, incredible. Actor Minyungi, actor Minyungi, I'll take it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> But the end, the choreo at the end when they're going all out and they incorporate that like riding a horse choreo where they're like slapping their own butts Mm -hmm. and like arm out in front like they're holding the reins of a horse. (laughs) 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 I didn't need it. (laughs) (laughs) We really didn't. (laughs) But oh my gosh, Yoongi. We did not need the visual of him riding so aggressively. We really didn't. Snarling and his face all scrunched. And smacking ass. Yeah. Mm, you know where our minds go. The intensity go. is too intense. <laughs> Cannot deal with it. It's really every moment. Every moment. It's Yugi every moment. is in here. He is wrecking. He's just never looked better. No. Mm, he looks better every <laughs> single time we see him. God damn it, Min Yoongi. Like, wow. I cannot being... I cannot imagine being a Min Yoongi bias. Mm-mm. Like, can you imagine if Suga is your bias? Are you guys okay out there? Please drink some water. <laughs> rest a little. Take care of yourselves. Please. <laughs> take a bubble bath. I'm sure it's exhausting. It has to be. It has to be. Because, God. He, I mean, I'm sweating over here. I'm sweating. I'm I like, I heated up just fangirling for the last, like, three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. My throat is sore. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk about mm. records for the song to kind of wrap things up here. Already so, so many. So many records. So Size That Fat has earned the third biggest song debut by a Korean act on Spotify's global daily chart in 2022. Wow. Congratulations to Sai and Suga. They ended up getting 30 million views in one day on YouTube, which is huge. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Congrats again. The song debuted with 2,838,445 streams on Spotify. Wow. Fantastic. That is that is 
huge incredible congrats and then they also reached number one on us itunes heck yeah i'm really excited to see when we uh get the billboard chart later on this week where it's at on billboard hot 100 oh i hope it's there oh i really i i, I hope, hope it's it there number one. it does it, it it definitely deserves to to chart on billboard yeah yeah, yeah. for and, sure and just by doing all this research and becoming more familiar with Psy mm. and you know the talented artist that he is he deserves that number one spot. He almost got the number one spot back with Gognam Style, but he was the he highest. Was number two. Yeah, the highest it got was number two number behind two. Maroon 5. Maroon 5 mm. for All Night or oh. One More Night. Yeah, One More Night. Right. Um, yeah, so he definitely deserves it. I'm excited to see where this song goes on Billboard for him and the, the more uh, success and records that he breaks with it. I hope yeah. to hear it on the radio. Yeah. We hope to see some of your Iconics uh, just in a few days at the Iconic Hangout. We're having it pretty early this month of May. So uh, if you haven't signed up or if you uh, are a $5 patron, then please join us and tell us what you think about that. That yeah. uh, We'll also be talking about comeback and comeback theories. So it's going to be a great hangout. Uh, we do want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially the VIP Iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Crystal, Emily, Madison, and Holly. You guys are phenomenal. Yes. Thank you so much for all of your support. Mm -hmm. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. Uh, Write us a review on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. DM us on Instagram or Twitter at StandingBTSPodcast. And of course, you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. Hey, I'm Kayla from Standing BTS. After you check out the latest episode of our show, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on Consequence Podcast Network, including Rootsland, an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. The Opus is Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head over to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately! Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.